I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, five patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram, Grokhouse, and Tea Room. I have got some Jasper Spitwistle, and it's kind of nice looking around the old Gilded Ram today. So very many of you have stuck around. You know, normally when I, I get through that part of the story, there's a little bit of fall off in attendance. And, you know, some of it is natural, you know, expected that people are on hangout for a good good amount of time to be able to hear this one particular part of the story. There's a lot of interest around that. And once you hit that climax moment, you know, a lot of times the, the, the audience just kind of wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and walk off uh, to, to live their lives. However, it is normal uh, people that aren't on stage live their lives. And of course, I imagine some of it might be because it does end on a bit of a down note. You know, um, there's some negative things that happened uh, to some people that you know, I cared quite a bit about. It's a little bit depressing, I guess, to a certain extent, to find out that the heroes don't always get to win the day with no cost born on them in, in any way, shape or form. And uh, they get to live out their lives in a nice, idyllic, coastal uh Getaway, somewhere a bungalow, perhaps, where they can, you know, do some fishing, um, some light archery, if they would enjoy that, anything like that. It's not the world we live in. Let's be realistic, you know. And I know people like to listen to these stories, and they get a little bit of escapism, little bit of power fantasy to a certain extent. You know, that's just not the reality of the situation that we have, you know. So. Um, it's nice. It's nice that that, that that some of you have recognized that. You know, there was a significant cost that was paid on that day to bring back all of the gods. You know, and yeah, you know, if you weigh all of it against each other, it was worth the cost. You know, it stuffed away the concept of all of mortality being stuck in an endless hellscape, uh, a limbo of unescapable uh, boredom. It's stuffed away that against literally anything, no matter how much you cared for those that um, had lost their lives in the process. But unmaking magic does bear a few costs. And uh, the world that we knew, the world that had been up until that point, was a world of stolen magic. And so once it was returned, well, there were some prices to be borne. But uh, I don't believe it was all bad news. As Lola, or should I call her Phoenix, was now all too aware. Lola, you are now standing in the aftermath of the complete destruction of the hyena. And all of the gods are there. All of your good friend gods. Would I would I have a name anymore or would I my name now be Phoenix? Well, I feel like that is probably largely up to you. Convention would dictate that your name be Phoenix, but you are also a god, so there's not a lot 
of convention <laughs> that you have to follow. I I feel like because like a bunch of her personality and stuff has been stripped away at this point. Yeah. Like I think she would probably just be what she is kind of thing, like follow follow the convention of the gods at this point. Yeah. Well, and it's unlikely that she'll spend a whole lot of time referring to herself anyway. Names are kind of for other people at this point. Yeah. Uh, do I have like any other memories of the Phoenix God or anything? Uh, yeah, you do. You have memories of like time immemorial, basically. You yeah. have you have that 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 long standing memory of you know entering into the battle time and time again, um, and this being the first time that uh, it resulted in kind of a permanent or a more semi permanent death, I guess, a temporary death that didn't immediately revert itself. Okay, I think she'd be like looking at herself all on fire and shit and like then look up at all the other gods and be like, huh, this is uh, going to take some getting used to, she says and like waves her arms around. Yeah, I mean, you, you probably don't always have to be on fire if you, you could just not. And she's just, she just stops like, oh, hey, huh. like I said, going to take some time getting used to this. Uh, hey, hi. Everyone? <laughs> uh yeah, so the, the there's there's some brief introductions, but it's not it's it's kind of um it's pretty informal. Has this happened before? That the gods have had to get together or No, no, like the so the Phoenix, I was reborn as the Phoenix, but uh like the Phoenix was someone else before it was me. Yeah, is this the yeah. Santa Claus? <laughs> it is very the Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I think she's just she's She's mostly like kind of in awe at this point. Like, oh boy, this is a lot. Well, uh, what now? Well, um, we have some discussions uh, to have. It's you know this is gonna this is gonna take some time for the world to heal after well the past several centuries of the uh, hyena's actions, and I would propose that we we take some time away from interfering with the mortals cool and kind of there's a there's there's some nods around there's also you know and and, and it's I, guess, I suppose it's important to point out that like none of the other gods look like they're animals not they, they don't tend to hang out in a 1500 foot tall animal form <sighs> Uh, so like you kind of look around the table and it's and you can pick out the other gods but they you know they all look like almost vague vaguely human-esque mm. and kind of you know looking around the table it definitely seems like everyone's okay with taking a little bit of of time for uh for for mortality to to recoup basically okay. uh uh yeah yeah that is a good point that's an excellent point can i counter with asking if i could just do one tiny smidge thing before that goes into action um that's kind of not how we do things though like well i mean it's an all or nothing we, we really do have to keep as hands off as possible at this point i okay yeah i get it totally all powerful and that uh i do have a debt that i need to repay before i sign on totally i guess it's too late but i i would love to be able to uh, do this like what it'll take like five five minutes like what's five minutes to a god right <sighs> that's um okay I mean if there's a 
there's a debt to repay. I understand how that could cause more problems than it's worth. So one exception, one act, you, and that is it. Stand up guy, Lion, you're you're my favorite one here. And she says, and she's like, okay, uh, I'll be right back and pops out. And essentially, I just want to like pop right back on the top of the mountain. Okay, so you pop uh, into well, what was your nest for a very long time, mm. even when you were running around the world, it was your nest. Oh, nice. Uh, so essentially, I just want to make sure Agarian doesn't die on the top of this mountain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's not. He doesn't look great. You know, he he took a significant fall. He uh, transported himself nearly across the world with some semi faulty at the time magic technology. So yeah, I mean he is he is alive, um, mm. but he is you know he is just resigned himself. It seems like to the idea that this is just where he is going to die. Okay, so she pops back in, and so she like taking a note from the other gods, kind of looks more like a humanoid now. So probably less like a harpy, more like a person, but like covered in feathers and like big still has big bird eyes but i think that maybe like an oil slick that's what her feathers kind of look like but when it catches different lights it turns different colors and things like that that's cool uh and she kind of crouches down right in front of him and is like i i guess at this point she's kind of analyzing her feelings because she's got this disconnect now so like she remembers everything but she doesn't necessarily feel strongly right but she knows that like in her previous life, she was trying really hard to keep this guy alive. And that's why she is what she is right now. So she she's she she crushes out right in front of me and is like, uh, Agarion. Oh, yeah. Lola, <laughs> are you are you OK? Uh, no, I'm great. Uh, not Lola anymore. Uh, so I would love if you would deliver that message to someone. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, I, I, I see. Um, I, I will, I will do my best, but um, getting, getting down here from here could be tricky for me. Uh, no problem, she says, and like, it, uh, I think at that point she like really quickly transforms into like this a giant actual phoenix, mm-hmm. and like scoops him up in her talons, and then like starts flying him off much a la the end of Lord of the Rings, I guess. <laughs> um, but then immediately like they pop into a place uh, like close to Murkheim, maybe. Sure. And deposit him somewhere for him to be found and taken care of. I mean, and the Phoenix thing is about protecting people. So she feels like this is also part of her duty is protecting this person that got her to where she was. Sure. And I mean, you can you can drop him somewhere that, you know, like Providence will, you know, find a way to the right people will find him and, and be able to provide care. Yeah. And so she she kind of like gently puts him down, turns back into her humanoid form and then is like, um, there's probably going to be, I think, people asking about what happened. Could you just could you just let them know? Uh, it would be my honor. Uh, we won't be back. So I think the word is thank you. She said she like she's still like tasting her weird em- like non emotions, and is like, all right, well that's it. 
<laughs> well, it's like it's hard if if she's detached and everything. It's kind of hard to like. Like she won't really get sentimental, or she won't really right. Like she's yeah. just matter of fact. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you could, you know, uh, tell our story. You're the one now with the missing parts. Uh, write it down and make sure everyone knows. I I will do that. And you can tell that he's like, kind of like seems like scared of you. Yeah, oh, like yeah. he just he just seems like he is nervous to be around you. I'm I'm sure all the gods have some kind of like aura around them that is yeah. like terrifying. But yeah, it's unnerving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then she kind of like she searches through her memories again and is like, oh, here we go. And then I I think she pops out of existence for a sec, pops back and she's got a pie in her hand and she puts it down and she says, I think that just give this to one of the others. <laughs> it's like, That's all right, good. goodbye. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and she pops back to her retinue now. Uh, is that all? All Everything's all settled. Yeah. Wrapped you're up. Good? Nice boat. All good. All right. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get going. Um, there's somebody here that I think you probably would want to talk to though. And he kind of uh, points over in a different direction where you see uh, a, a small little stoat running around in the grass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, she kind of gives him a look. He's just like, all right. And walks over and looks down at this thing. Uh, hey? The stoat, like, wraps its, like, climbs up her legs up onto her shoulder the way, like, a wild weasel in the woods would do to a larger creature. And sits on his shoulder and he goes, hello, Lola, it is I, Ezra. I, too, (laughs) have been anointed. Uh, oh, hell, can you, can you look, can you, like, look? More imposing. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm having a hard time. And then I, I turned myself into like a 10-foot stoat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant more like a, one of the humans, but no, oh, the, yes, no, of course. This is good. So I do, I do that. But where Ezra before was like big and bulky, like Brad Pitt from the movie Troy, he is now mm-hmm. like Brad Pitt from the movie Fight Club because he's leaning uh. like a stoat. <laughs> huh. I think at one point this would have been shocking, but... I'm really having a lot or like a, a hard time grasping whatever humanity I have left in me. So I know everything that is and was and shall be. And so I know that when you encouraged the lion to kill the hyena, I was promoted as a replacement. Meet the new god of chaos in stoat form. And I'll transform back into a stoat and do a cool weasel move and then <laughs> transform back into you know, a weasel move. Brad Pitt from Fight Club. <laughs> This always seemed to be where my path was heading, for I am Ezra, god of the stoats, and now of man. You really embraced this thing. She, like, nods at him. (laughs) (laughs) It is pretty radical for an ever god. (laughs) And then I slap her hand so hard that it's like a big bank (laughs) and a whole new galaxy is formed when we high five. Uh, that galaxy lasts for approximately one tenth of a second, and then it uh, is flashed out by reality collapsing in upon itself. Uh, oh boy, what a fun time they had! It turns out that my vocal cords are now also smooth as a stoat. All the gravel has been removed. <laughs> she, she's like, hell yeah, and and like kind of 
puts her arm around his shoulder and is like, well, I guess we got some work to do. Yeah, I can't believe we actually saved the world. That was pretty great. Uh, against all odds. I feel like eventually she would uh, like get some kind of a personality. But at the moment, she's just kind of like, huh, interesting. Ezra's not. Ezra's very into being a god, doing all sorts of minor <laughs> god magic. He's like, he's like Lola, observe, and he makes he makes a pie. Uh, she's like, oh, that's awesome, and she like, wait, wait, hold on, I've got a great idea, and uh, and can I like touch it? And so part of my powers were like transporting powers. Can I just transport the pie to Mort and Cammy? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You can zip a pie wherever you want in this world. Okay, I do it. And I just okay. touch it and it's gone. Are we like in a Truman show? Is that where the gods are? We're kind of up and we can kind of see the stuff that's happening, presumably, on the world? Like in um, the old Jason Yarknots movies. Right now you are physically in an area of the world, but like you do kind of, I mean, you have the ability to kind of see wherever, like not in the way that like mortals see, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, like, you you have vision beyond your current location. Is Ezra, as the god of chaos, able to cause a an eclipse? Because that would really make these people terrified. Sure. I mean, you could, but like, you did just get a, a stern talking to before Lola got here, or I mean, before Phoenix got here. That you you really must not interfere for at least a generation. What good's chaos if I can't? <laughs> Like, can't <laughs> this this world is going to this is going to be uh resting on its laurels of chaos for for a little while now and you're just eating it up num 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 chaos is not in short supply i guess i'll take a needle point you know really get to know myself uh spend some time and they're gonna walk off arm in arm slowly fade from the the world's existence and ezra says I'm glad I'll be spending eternity with you, Lola. And they walk off together because they're best friends. Yep. I think now, canonically, the Phoenix and the Stoat are <laughs> the best of buds. There you go. Okay, an entirety of the world away on a very small island in the middle of whatever the heck ocean is on the north end of this main uh, landmass. I don't think I named it. Uh, there's a small kitsune who's had a real rough evening so cammy you have just uh stopped talking with your god and stopped stammering about the conversation you just had with your god wherein everything kind of really fucking sucked also there's a there's a cloak on the ground that used to hold your 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 good friend mort presumably there's bones in there but he is uh he's not in there anymore it's a real sad day um okay oh all right okay hmm well, I think she would, um, she was not the one to do any carrying, uh, because she's very small and because she has a very big book. So I think she would go over to, um, the nail, sort of limp cloak and like grab it, uh, but also rustle around for the wither glass, uh, because okay. while, while I, Ray, the, the player is super aware that magic is gone, I would say that Cammy's probably not. Well, at least it's worth trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so she's gonna like tap, um, tap the screen of the wither glass, probably a little too hard, and just um, is uh, is anyone there? Like Yanoff or, or Ezra or Lola or um, like any? Hello? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, shh. is anyone like uh, Yanoff or or 
God, even Jasper, like like any anyone there, um, uh, over. Uh, you notice that like the wither glass. I mean, this one has been used, so like they usually are just they have a crack across the glass once they've been used. Um, but you can still like communicate with them to a certain extent. This wither glass, like the glass that's in it, is completely turned into uh, just black, opaque glass. There's no reflection in it anymore. It's like a matte black glass. Well, um, fuck, cool, cool. Okay, uh, she'll slide that like into her um into her pack, and I think she'll like just like sort of drape the cloak over her and it'll like train along like three feet behind her because she's very small and i think uh i think she's gonna like wander in the general direction of her family's place i have a question mm-hmm. does her book work anymore she doesn't have her book out so i mean it's a good question now is not the time to open <laughs> a book that's only gonna neg her and <laughs> say super i don't We'll we'll figure out if her book works, but I think she's probably a little strung out and doesn't want to be sort of like roasted uh, by a book right now. <laughs> All right. So you're heading back roughly in the general direction of the homestead. She got a hitch in her giddy up or is she just not super interested in getting there anytime soon? You know what? I don't think that there's really a need to rush right now. I think the time for rushing was a while ago, and I think mm-hmm. I think old girl is tired, so she's she's gonna kind of wander aimlessly, and probably even though she's walked this path like a bajillion times, uh, probably sort of like even lose her way and like look up and realize that she's been walking the wrong direction for a little while, and you know, like kind of walking uh, in circles, but generally wandering in the the direction of like the Okana land. Yeah, and you are getting you're you're getting pretty close and you can hear like a lot of movement in uh the just the general village area. It like, sounds like a lot of people are like up and about. It's very likely that they are aware of just that there's something strange has been going on. I mean, there was a huge storm that kind of came out of nowhere. Usually the the weather is pretty predictable on your island. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 very likely that your whole town is like kind of freaked out by the the crazy storm that happened when the the gods you know came I think to that they land. I think they might be I thought that, I thought that that'd be the case that they'd be, they'd be freaked out because there's a big god that did a huge earthquake um yep that shook the whole world did that so she'll just I think she'll stop for a second and sort of really work through her head whether she wants to like do this right now and then sort of like gulp and just um just sort of walk into the the midst of it like knowing that she'll have to probably interact with her family with her family now um but sort of just dealing with with that yeah well i mean the when you get into kind of the open up into the village proper like you can see that um there is a lot of movement in the streets Mm -hmm. um there are a, a significant amount of your family members that they look like they're armed they have their like they have weapons uh, they're wearing armor. They look like they're kind of going going to war somewhat. Okay, she's going to go up to, I don't know, probably a fucking cousin. She's probably got a million of, of those. Any of them. Honestly, yeah, you see, your, them. you see your cousin, Stary. Stary, okay, cool. Hey, uh, do, you know where, do you know where grandma is? Oh, my God. Cammy? No. Cammy, oh, Cammy, okay, and you was here? Hey, Stary. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, how many dang tails you got? One, two, 
Oh my goodness, you got four dang tails. You realize, uh, yeah, you oh. sometime in the midst of this ended up with another damn tail. Oh, that you um, have just yeah. not been in the mood to even realize. Well, if the world's shaking, you probably don't. Re- you know what? Like, if, if, you, if your balls dropped the millisecond that a huge earthquake exploded the entire earth, I think you'd miss it and have to catch back up. Like, Hey, listen, my balls did drop when an earthquake went off and shook the entire world. And it was what I would consider, mm-hmm. uh, it was an A then B type thing. It was okay. uh, <laughs> causation, not correlation. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, fair, fair. Anyway, you got four tails already. Jeez, yeah. you only been gone like what a handful of years here at this point. Yeah, no, um, that's nice. That's nice, dear. You're still sort of the same. It's nice to know that you haven't changed. Can you? Do you? Can you? Do you know where Grandma is? Because I'm not. This isn't. This isn't. Well, she's getting the war party all ready to go. They're uh, yeah, they're grubbing up. Good. I think right now, getting ready to go uh, head out and. You know, get their get their warring on. So, um, I mean, I I mean, I I figure she's probably up at the main house. Okay, uh, cool. Can't like, you know, you you keep keep doing whatever you're doing, Stary, and she'll she'll sort of just uh like aimlessly like really wide eyed just sort of start walking now towards the uh the main house. All right, you head on up to the main house and. Yeah, uh, it's still hustling and bustling. You get stopped by at least another seven cousins on your way up there. Yeah. It's real uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, you get in there and your your granny is in the kitchen and she is uh, she's cooking up a storm. Hey, hey, Grammy. Um, it it's been a while. Oh, well, hey, Cammy, you want to you want something to eat? Um, you know, actually, he's going to war as uh, the Kodos. We're going to kill the Kodos. So uh, do you. You hungry? Um, always, always great. All right, well, sit down. Sit down now. Uh, now, now, you wash your, you wash your paws before you come up and sit down at my table, though. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and she'll like scur- scurry back over and sort of dip, dip her, dip her paws in. <laughs> I don't know how you wash paws because there's not thumbs, right? So she'll sort of splash around. I guess you just splash a lot inside. Listen, raccoons figure it out. Rac- raccoons do figure it out. So she'll do whatever you have to do to wash paws. And then she'll she'll come back and just start cooking whatever's fixed. I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, that Kitsune do canonically have thumbs, folks. Ooh. Otherwise, this would just be very difficult. It'd be very. Difficult. She did swing a hammer a bunch of times. <laughs> she did. Axe. She did no, fire a bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she'll start scarfing sort of whatever is uh, whatever's fixed. All right. It's just. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a gumbo. One of one of Grammy's famous gumbos. <laughs> Granny's gumbo. Felicia's gumbo. That's what they all know. Felicia's gumbo. Well, now, Cammy, what what exactly got you coming back into to town like this? I, I figure you probably got something to do with all that thunder, lightning, earthquake, and all the the, the world changing business. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that I had I had something to to do with that, Grammy. Um, yeah, though I guess that was uh, that one sort of on me to a certain extent, a little bit. Um, I don't. Hey Grammy, do you think we could, you know, get all the folks off the off the island? <laughs> get them all off the island. Yeah, like I, I'm not sure it's super safe here, uh, for y'all anymore. So maybe instead of, you know, maybe instead of doing all this all this tomfoolery, maybe 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 we just spread. You know, we head back to the to the mainland, set up a little bit, a uh, little like I don't know, a village out there. Well. 
you must have been out on the mainland for a while. You got ideas like that in your head. No, I mean, we've been here. We've been raised here. I, I was born in this house and I, I tend to die in it, preferably not in the next couple of days or anything. But I mean, you could you could come back if you start feeling your soul slip. But I just think that the, the majority of y'all should. It's just I don't it's not safe here, Grammy. It's not. You saw all the dis, all the destruction, all the, the stuff that went through. Just gosh, what was it like an hour ago? I mean, there was some storms, but it ain't the end of the world or nothing. I, I, Grammy, it was. That's the problem. Well, you know, you figured it out. And somebody done fixed it. And that's just, you know, it it ain't going to be any safer anywhere else for us. And we just kind of always been here. Might as well always stay. Infallible logic. Plus, Grammy. I mean, this is the closest you're going to get to the, this is the closest you're going to get to the Fox anyway. So staying where we are. Living our lives the way we always known to live them. That's 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 our that's that's our lot in life. I mean, that's what it has been for sure. That's a, that's what you always you always taught me. Um, and she'll sort of uh, she'll sort of like I feel like there's probably like half her gumbo left, and she's sort of just playing with it now. And I I think she would like see her grandma probably um look real dis like that. That's not what you do with the gumbo. You eat all of that gumbo. That's <laughs> not that's not what Felicia doesn't really stand for that. <laughs> so I think she's sort of sort of just fiddling with it and she sees her grandma sort of like, I don't know, look like scornfully or whatever. And she'll just sort of push it away. Uh, Grammy, I can't stay for like a long time. I have to I have to get back out out there. Yeah, you ain't going to get any more tales here. That's for sure. But you could stay the night if you needed to, you know, if you want to you just rest up or something. I mean, Grammy, it it wouldn't be like the end of the world if I didn't get all these tales. It's not like, it's not that, I don't know that it's super, it doesn't matter as much as I, I thought it did, you know? You know, Grammy? Uh, she looks like the most serious you've ever seen your grandma look. Yeah. And she's a fairly serious woman when she's disappointed. Uh-huh. Um, so you've seen her serious before, but this is about as serious as you've ever seen her look. And she kind of sits down next to you and she kind of looks you in the eye. And she goes, now, Cammie, I know it's difficult out there. And I know that it can be hard to, to be so far away from your family for so long. But there is nothing more important than you getting those tales. Your whole family is given everything just so you can go out there and get those tales. Think about how all the other families are going to feel when you're the one and the Canas are the one that have a nine tail in their family. It's going to mean everything to your family, to the every generation of your family that comes after you. So, yeah, it is that important. And I don't want to hear another word of any of the uh, things that you've been saying here about, oh, maybe there's another way. You're getting a little bit lost I'm glad you came home just so you can get some food in your tummy and get a little rest in your head and maybe clear things out for you. But you got to stop with the way you're talking right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, uh, yes, ma'am, I, I will. Thank you for the, thank you for the gumbo, Grammy. I, there's nothing, there's nothing that tastes like this on the mainland. Well, of course not. They don't have any of the, of the muck, muck fruit that we have, and that's a, a critical <laughs> Critical yeah. component of a good gumbo is a good muck fruit. <laughs> now, uh, if you do decide you're going to take a little bit of a of a rest before you head out, uh, just make sure and use one of the one of the guest rooms. We've we got somebody in y your normal room. Uh, you know, we didn't expect you to come in here like that. And actually, we 
we we we found a a, a, a traveler on alongside the side of the road. Just kind of toss him in there. He's recuperating or something. We, we got your little cousin looking after him. Hopefully he can he can be all right. But uh, like a, a what kind of a a tra- like not a kitsune? What kind of a traveler? No, he was a he was a human. But you know there was all this weirdness. Apparently, according to what I heard from like some a of the Okotos, like a human human. There's a full ass human up there in that bed. He's, he's about half out of it because it's, he's a little too big for it. But the, according to the Okotos, I heard that that there was an airship that passed overhead or something, and then people just started falling out of it. Some of them fell into the pond out there. Uh, so I assume he must have come from there. Uh, oh, whatever. Uh, we, we'll try to get him out of here as soon as we can. But he is—he doesn't look like he's—he's he's had too well of a go of it lately. Okay. okay thanks, thanks, Grammy. I gotta. Um, I'm gonna. I'll just. I'm just. Oh, super tired. Uh, just thanks for the gumbo. And I. Oh, love you. And she's just gonna like scurry uh out the door and try to go figure out who the fuck fell out of an airship and if she knows them. Sure. Okay. So you know where you're going because it is to your place. My, my bedroom. <laughs> your bedroom. Uh, yeah. And uh, as you get there, your cousin Rady is coming out of there. Good, Rady. Oh, my goodness, Cammy. Hi. Oh, hey. Hey, Rady. Um, is this, do you, do you have the human in there hanging out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, he's the weirdest thing. Have you ever seen one of them before? Yeah, I've seen one or two. Like a full on human? Yeah, a full one. Oh, it's so weird. They're like, most of his hair fell out, I think. Except for like in some places. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they decide to grow hair in the in the damnedest places. That's what I that's what we always say about humans. Um are they like okay? Are, are they are they sick? Are they injured? I don't know. Like I'm I have got some basic nurse training, but like I'm I'm not a human doctor. So um yeah. I mean it, it, looking pretty okay, all things considered. When I, I heard when they found him at the at the side of the road, he was like mostly looked burned and charred, and like his skin was peeling off and stuff. But it's like fixed now. I don't know. Oh my. Okay. Oh gosh. Um. All right. Maybe I'm just really good at being a nurse. Yeah. You know, Rady. Maybe you are just really good at being a nurse. I hey. put some muck fruit on it, and I think that did a lot to. To kind of, kind of calm things down, and I did have some silvadine. That was uh, that was good. <laughs> Get silvadine. It's <laughs> exactly what you put on a burn. You son of a. Bitch. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, you know what? I think I think I'll um. I'm not gonna be here for a long time, but I think I'll take over for a bit. Grammy just made a, a fresh pot of gumbo, so why don't you go down and grab a grab a bowl? All right. That sounds pretty good, actually. I think I will. I will go down and get that. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to see you. Sure. Yeah, Rady. Are you going to get the other tails soon? How many tails do you have? Oh, four. That's pretty good. All right, Rady. Go go get that. Gu- if, it, if you let the gumbo get cold, late, Grammy's going to um beat you. All right. Bye, Rady. <laughs> she'll like sneak in. the. She'll go ahead and close the door to like her old bedroom. Like I'm sure Rady has seen her do a million times. Because- yep. She's probably still standing outside the door yelling about nonsense. <laughs> what does she see in her room? You sneak on in and you see uh, in your childhood bed a human that is uh, way too big for this bed. Feet are half sticking out. You have a, a, a steamer trunk that is like usually in the corner of your room that has been pulled over in front of the bed. So like this human's legs are like laying on the trunk yeah. off of the bed, basically. 
Yeah. Well, I, just, I feel like she's probably tall for a kitsune nail because she started growing tails and growing taller as she's gotten more tails. So even she would probably not fit super comfortably in the bed. So like a full sized right. human person yeah, would probably be like all the way off. Um, does she recognize this person like at all? No, you don't know who this is. Oh, um, how do they look can, like can describe their feet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're wow. Sure, look at these bare their features. feet. Look at these bare, <laughs> scarred, burnt feet. Oh my gosh! Look at all the so calluses. Peeling. Gross. Yeah, it's nothing but callus. I don't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunion on every toe. I didn't even I didn't even know you could get bunions on the middle toes. Huh? I hate it. <laughs> Good. That was that was a that was really what I wanted to get. Um, accomplished in this recording was making sure that Pat wasn't going to be uh, sexually aroused by this character. <laughs> we call it, we call it, he's, we call it, he's got the cob feet he's on account the of all the corn. All the corns. <laughs> so, uh, are, like, can you describe what they look like or like, can, can she like try to wake them up? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough to see. It's pretty dark in this room. Uh, <laughs> she turns the lamp on. Yeah. It's all out of oil. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> They've not been keeping up your room very well. Uh, but like as Dark you're kind of moving through, you see that there is like there's a there is some movement from the bed. And it looks like whoever is in this bed is kind of like rousing and okay. uh, uh, is maybe a co- conscious now. That's lucky. Um, <laughs> and so now we can get a description of what this this person looks like. Not from me, because I don't know. I'm assuming this is me. This person, like Adam said, like he's got bull patches all over his head, but it's not because he's bald. It's more like because his hair's sort of burnt off. He is looking a little crispy, but not as bad as Rady said. Um, he he does look like he has healed quite a bit. He's probably about six foot. He does seem vaguely familiar to you, but you can't quite place why. Hey, I, you don't have to. You don't have to get up if it like is is really painful. Um, but I was just wondering, like, are are you okay? They said you fell from the airship, but there's only one airship I know of. I I'm sorry, I didn't remember all the crew crew's names. It was there was a lot going on, and the introductions were hard. Um, so if if you were one of the folks on the crew of of the Poops Pride slash Everything's a Tree slash King Amethyst a Weenie or all the names that that ship's had, um, it I assume that's that's where you fell off from, right? Uh, uh, uh. It it worked. I think um, it worked. I'm, I'm not in a hell. Falling to your death. I'm, I'm, is this the afterlife? The real afterlife? I'm not trapped in no, 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 no. The you, hell like eternity forever. Cabby, did it work? Oh, good. You remember my name, so this is going to be an even more awkward exchange because I've already told you I don't remember your name. So that that's my out. What, um, no, did, you you had a you, really big fall. Off you an died airship. as well. What's going on? Um, no, 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 I'm fine, and you're in rehab because what? you had a big fall off a ship, and it's going to be okay, but, like, we, you, whew, you got real crisped up, dude, so even if I had known your name, that's my excuse, even if I'd known your name, you're real crispy now, so I probably, probably wouldn't be able to recognize you, and that's my excuse. What on earth are you talking about? And he looks down and realizes that he doesn't look quite how he used to look. What what's going on? I I I died. Well, Is, no, you no, I you just fell. See, do I do I see my 
my true self in the afterlife? Is is that what happens? Like a residual you're getting, memory? You're getting really metaphysical. Well, okay. So I'm guessing I'm guessing the confusion is you don't remember how burnt you looked before, and like I what? get that. I mean, I couldn't. Cammy, what what on earth is going on? Why why are you here? Well, you're okay. First of all, that tone not necessary. You're in my bed. What's up? <laughs> hey, no, that tone, it's not super, it's not super helpful. Um, no, you just, you had a big fall and I, oh, that would kill a lot of folks, but you're like I, a tough noodle I didn't and, and you're good. What? Well, then what did you do? If you remember I mean, what happened, you can I, tell me. I died. We. Okay. All right. So this is going to be a energy point, huh? dissipated gonna... or something magic stopped. Chakras, um, whatever, sure. No, we, yeah, you felt we dropped the blood. mask on the mound and Oh well yeah, I guess you probably did over here again off counting us down. Yeah, that that's we dropped it and then big booms and, um and it disrupted the airship. Yeah, sure. No, I I was with you, Cammy. Don't you remember? What? Uh no no Cammy. No. I don't Cammy, Cammy. Yeah? yeah. Listen to me now. I'm Mort. Mort McCoy, skeletal ranger. Pleased to meet you. Oh, okay. Although okay. I appear to not be skeletal anymore. <laughs> the fact that you just yourself in the skeletal range. Hey, is guy. Fucking amazing. Hey, um, bro, I don't, I don't know what to call you, so I'm gonna call you bro. Cammy, it's Mort. It's like me. Okay, I, I don't no, know what's see, going on, but it's me. I know Mort very well. I actually had to step over his bones to get this cloak out. That was a real harrowing experience I had to deal with. So I've had a rough day. Um, and this is kind of a cruel prank to play on me. So if this is some interesting psychosis. Uh, you, you gave me a, a skeleton kigurumi for scrunchmas. It's a weird, interesting fact to remember from sort of the the ship days. Gosh, if I could only place this crew member, because this is... A weird, cruel joke to play on me right now. So he looks vaguely familiar to you because you did see him in human form one time before when he had Death's embrace on. Yeah, I, I just like okay, all right. Look, let me let me play it like sure, sure. Let's pretend. Let I'll, let me come to your world and sort of where you're living right now. The you can't look. You can't be more. I know you. I know you probably thought just like before a rat dude. I died. I said, "Cammy, I don't want to go." And I said, "Cammy, Cammy, Cammy." You're not. Ooh, that's a. I mean, I mean. Okay, so you're right. So there's points for that, but that's not a hard thing to guess. I, you might have to give me. <laughs> you might have to give me a, a little more. Tell me something only Mort would know. Um, I only have nine toes. Everyone can see more only toes. had nine toes. Then I lost a toe, but then I got my toe back again because I picked up the relic. Then I gave that toe to Ezra for scrunchmas. So now I've only got nine toes again. Except now, again, I seem to have ten toes, but this time covered with flesh. Okay. So, look, it's, it's me, Cammy, I swear. I don't know how I got here. I don't know why I'm human. And I, where is here, anyway? like just next door this is this is my bedroom i told you that and she'll like she'll like squish his like really fleshy face in between her well because every he's got he's gonna look like he's real like a real fluffy fleshy 
guy because I'm not used to like any of the flesh being there. They yeah, I just thought, there you are, there Peter. You are. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to, like, push... <laughs> Push, like smush his uh his face meat around um, and like still hurts <laughs> and then like she's gonna try to yank it back like face Ow, that really hurts <laughs> <laughs> like she's gonna squint real hard and then i think like i don't know it just like clicks when she, she like pulls him all the way back like it's fake botox <gasps> oh my oh my god more where did the where where'd you get the skin more <laughs> i don't what did, know you got hair too where did you get it any of that? I mean, not as much hair as I would have hoped, but maybe it will grow. I don't know where any of it came from. Did you like Silence of the Lambs an NPC on the way here? <laughs> what do you mean? Like I stole someone's skin? Full Silence of the Lambs? Did you skin an entire NPC and wear them like a kikarumi on the way here, more? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have no idea how any of this has happened. I just woke up here, like, just now. <laughs> Literally, you woke me up. The last thing I know, I, I was dying. Fuck. I mean, maybe Rainy is a good nurse, but this is <laughs> this is a lot. Did the fox god come back? Did you see him? Um, so here's the thing about the fox god. I don't think we should hang out with him anymore. I think he's a bad influence. <laughs> I mean, I've never hung out with him before in my life, so no you, problem there. You know what? You're not missing a ton. You... Anyways, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about um, the deity that I worshipped for most of my childhood, and I have now had to come to realize that uh, he's not at all what I expected. I'd rather not deal with that. I sort of just had to learn that you grew, spontaneously grew flesh instead of dying, like sort of I thought had happened. Um, so let's let's instead focus on that thread, and I'll work through my issues healthily at a, a rate that makes sense for both me and the narrative. <laughs> right now, Mort, we need to figure out why, where the skin came from, who you stole it from, and sort of how that happened without your knowledge. I don't recall being stuck in a, a terrible hellscape, so I think what we did might have worked. Did, did the wither glasses still work? Could you did you speak to Lola or Ezra? Um, if the wither glasses still work, then like our friends are dicks. Cause I asked real, <laughs> like it was a real genuine plea. Um, and I didn't hear any kind of response. So I'm going to guess that they don't work more so to make me feel better about it than, than anything else. Cause if they do work and they didn't respond to me, then that, I mean, that's just the cherry on top of a shit day, huh? Cause it's been a long one. You know, we really probably should have organized a rendezvous point for, for after all this happened, so we could meet up again. Uh, I guess maybe they might head to Brim or something. I mean, Ezra's the paragon of Brim. Would they head back to? The, they'll probably head back to the ship, right? Um, Yadov's daughter is in Brim, so even if we didn't establish a, a rendezvous point, he's 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 rowing that boat. So I'm guessing I'm guessing Brim's probably a good shot, but. You know they've got a they've got to sail the boat there now, so we've got some time. How would you feel about having some gumbo and and talking shop with me more? Because I I got just a ton more questions about how you got your flesh back. I I would love some gumbo. I haven't 
properly tasted anything for like 170 years. This is going to be incredible. Yeah, Grammy Fel- Grammy Felaci, she makes some gumbo that transcends spectral tongues, let me tell ya. Felaci? Oh. John. <laughs> yeah, Felatio Canna. She's a, a, a my great matriarch, Felatio Canna. <laughs> uh, okay, that, let's go have some gumbo. Point of point of order. Uh, as Mil- as Mort gets out of bed, he is completely naked. <laughs> uh. So he he stands up, looking very shocked that he's uh, naked because he hasn't you know, had to deal with that for a long time, and he um, like picks up the. The blanket and like wraps it around himself as like a sort of a toga type thing. Camille, Camille, take his cloak off. Like she'll realize it was draped around her shoulders, and she'll like throw it very like sitcom style, like suspiciously over the new junk in the room. It's just, All right, well, I'll be in the kitchen. You deal with that. Um, and then you you coming down for some gumbo. All right, before you before you exit the room, there is a full. As a uh, large meringue pie uh, just spontaneously floops into the room. <laughs> what? More? I, I, if you've got the juice to regrow skin, do you have the juice to, like, make, make pies up here? Uh, no, like many things which have happened in the last five minutes, I've no idea what's going on. Well, um, it's, I mean, it's probably going to ruin our dinner, but... Dessert after gumbo? Well, no, I... More, I kind of want to eat the pie now. Sure, let's 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 chow down. It tastes horrible. <laughs> it tastes horrible. Mmm, <laughs> beef meringue, my favorite. Oh, there's a lot of gravy in the bottom. <laughs> so there you go. Not quite the bummer you all expected, was it? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, this is why I like it when people stick around because it's a little bit uplifting after all of the the downer uh, stuff that happens just before this. I mean, yes, of course, um, it was sad that Lola and Ezra were, well, not the Lola and Ezra we knew. You know, they had changed so dramatically, and you know, it's, it's difficult to ask a god over for, for tea. Um, but, I mean, they, they, they have, they, I don't think they would have complained, you know. Um, you really can't ask for much more than deification. Um, and then there was Mort, you know, who Cammy had thought was long lost, uh, but actually was back better than ever, you know. I mean, from some people's perspective, from his perspective, I think he really preferred being a skeleton. Um, well, he had some adjusting to do. His entire body systems that he wasn't used to having, you know, it's been so long since he had an integumentary system, for instance, and, um, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a pretty itchy, rashy mess for a while. Um, and then, of course, Cammy. you know, yes, all of her foundational upbringing and the very concept of, of her religion had been shattered before her very eyes. I mean, but really, she'd kind of been coasting up to this point anyway, hadn't really paid her dues, so to speak. So it was, you know, kind of fitting, really, at this point, that may- maybe something should happen to her that knocks her off her ivory tower just a little bit. When you look at it all kind of holistically like that, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, yes, yes, scores of people died. So very many people died, okay? Let's not get that twisted. Um, there was a literal battle of gods on the Orith. Um, several people in entire townships got crushed. Um, 
Literally everyone that was on an airship immediately died because the airships plummeted out of the sky. Not a, not a concern that you have to worry about with our modern airships, obviously. You know, the modern airship industry has developed technology unlike anything else. It's, air, it's an air bladder system now. Whereas previously, in those days, they used what was known as divine magic. You know, stolen from the gods to lift these uh, airships up into the air and transport them around. Now, much safer system, air bladders, you know, oftentimes filled with, uh, with hydrogen gas. Incredibly safe, incredibly safe. In fact, um, go ahead and quote me on this. No place safer in Eorith than on the deck of an airship. Signed, Jasper Spitwhistle, Esquire III. But of course, there's more story to tell. You know, though things had changed, obviously, um, the spirit of the brute force was alive and well, and carried on by, well, myself, and um, Yarnoff to a certain extent, I assume. And Mort, I guess, really, he was still there. Um, and I guess um, that was pretty much it. Moon Kevin, too, he was also there. Um, oh, and Cammy, I guess, technically counts as one of the brute force. So, we may have largely been scattered across the globe at this time. You know, it was, it was not too long before we would be reunited once again to set forth on an even bigger quest. Well, okay, technically it wasn't a bigger quest. It was a different quest. It was a quite a monumental quest. I do say so myself. Um, massive quest, some might say. <laughs> Just unfathomably large this quest was. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. They didn't um, resurrect the gods a second time or anything like that. You know, you really only get one of those. You know? And it's honestly, it's kind of rude of you to ask for them to be doing something quite as monumental on their second go. You know, the sophomore album's usually kind of a little bit of a slow jam. But mark my words and mark them well. Were it not for the brute force and this subsequent quest, well, I dare say none of us would be standing here today. Or sitting here. Those of you who are sitting, I also think you would probably also have um, probably died. So, anyway, more on that next time at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. episode last week and this week we uh, didn't do an outro last week a lot has we happened get to say holy shit that was a good episode yeah uh we wanted to leave the audience hanging in for the drama yeah uh, i think it worked man uh, i'm like lola and ezra what what happened they're gone who is our pat and i gonna <laughs> do next <laughs> who knows who knows no one knows maybe ezra will just say two or three sentences every episode and that's all i have to do just give you know just an ethereal voice from the heavens hello mort i'm ezra it would make recording our recording schedule a lot easier yeah <laughs> uh, ray had to go but um adam is here 
Howdy, I'm Adam Bash. <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm Adam Bash. Payback for the drop, terrible drop mix. English accents. I love drop mix. I've got all the drop mix cards. I am Sia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, we just want to say thanks to everyone now that we're finally done our first arc after three years. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> it means so much. Thank you for leaving reviews. <gasps> Speaking of reviews. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, John. I'll read the second one because I got to do my guy here. You know what I mean? Sure. Do you go. Uh, all Stokes agree this podcast is amazing by Lushkin187. I picked up this podcast after catching up to Current on Greetings Adventurers because I loved Adam Bash and Carly's guest bus on it. Uh-huh. And honestly, no. I was blown away. The storytelling Adam does is amazing, and John, Pat, and Carly really throw their all into the characters. Ray was the perfect addition to the group, bringing the podcast to a whole new level as well. Thank you, Lushkin. Yay. That's so nice, Lushkin. And you know what else is nice? Everything's a tree from Piano. That's not his name. <laughs> But from Everything's a Tree, from Tiny Piano, 122-35-66-54-588. I like that guy. He's much better than 122-35-66-54-87. I'm not convinced that's not a credit card number. 122-35-56. It could be a credit card number. Try it. Oh, that's I'm crying in my druthers. Binged episodes and almost caught up. Incredibly funny cast. Jasper Spitwhistle is a fantastic way to transition between episodes and funny story on its own. Horse. Highly recommend this podcast. Thanks so much, Tiny Thank Piano. You, tiny Piano. One two two three five six six five four five eight eight. I actually re-listened to the Druthers episode uh, last week, and I decided to Google what Druthers actually meant, and I didn't realize it's actually a contraction of I'd rather. What? So there you go. Wow, you learn you learn something new every day. Oh, shit. You do indeed. If you like what we're doing, you can go to patreon.com slash brute <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably learn what that is. I know. I'm, I'm going to do this while we're talking. Just Google it. Uh-huh. Just search on Patreon. Um, You'll find it. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Good job, Carly. I'm patting myself on the back. We also do have a Facebook page. And you can go to the Geekly Inc. Reddit and discuss episodes there as well. Uh, well, thank you so much for sticking with us for this long. Uh, we know that it took a long time to get here. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BruteForceCast. You can find Ray at MR Unladylike. You can find the Atabash at the Atabash. <laughs> you can find Adam Bash at the Adam Bash. <laughs> You can find me at Animated Me with the Isis Threes. You can find Pat at Patrick underscore Rankin. Yeah, you can, dog. Yeah, you can. And you can find my main man, John, at Twinnings of London. Breakfast English Breakfast Black Tea dot com slash Brute Force. Slash John. <laughs> Something like that. Bye, you lay it art. Hey, but for real. The next arc's gonna be dope as hell. Oh yeah, we're really excited. We've already got some characters planned and just be on the lookout. Brace. Brace yourself. Maybe your whole seat only need the edge. <laughs> That's right. Ham fuck off. <laughs> you know I always cut out that bit where you insult Ellis. Listen, <laughs> listen to brute force or fuck off. 
listen to brute force or suck my nuts. <laughs> I hate pickles, but a funny thing is that my my teddy bear that I had when I was just a little wee little lad, I was probably four years old. I had a teddy bear and I named him Pickles and I hated pickles, but I loved my teddy bear pickles. And I named him Pickles because he had a tag on his ear from like the brand that it was. And mm-hmm. it started with a P and I'm pretty sure Pickles was the only P word I knew at that age. <laughs> I've learned a couple more since then. But only a couple. Only a couple. I wasn't very imaginative when I named my teddy bear, and he was just called so, Ted. Okay, but John, I think you have a, a lawsuit then, because they made a movie based on that concept, and <sighs> I don't think you saw a dime from that. I think you need to call up the lawyer like yesterday. Um, my teddy bear did always tell me to fuck off and stuff like <laughs> in the movie, so... Yeah. yeah, and I, you know what, you, I do remember telling me you telling me once that um, your imaginary friend, like your teddy bear's voice in your head, was Seth MacFarlane's. So <laughs> yeah. at this point, I think you got a solid case. My sister flushed him down the toilet. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How? All of the he was, way. He was a very small teddy bear. He was like I don't know, like six inches or something. It was That's made it. by one of my parents' friends, like handmade for my christening. Oh my god. Oh. Was there? A, I was going to say, was there a bear shortage in the UK at that time? <laughs> that ought not. That ought not go in the toilet. <laughs> it didn't like flush all the way, but she put him in and flushed it. But he didn't flush. What did you do to anger your sister? I so? think I might have thrown her cuddly dog out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I gave my sister's Pocahontas Barbie doll an undercut, um, ah! and. It was way before undercut, undercuts were in fashion, so honestly, I think I was uh, cutting edge, but she got really mad, and so she uh, took the head of my favorite Barbie doll and then refused to give it back to me. <laughs> I, I screwed up my sister's Barbie uh, jacuzzi because I filled it with 7-Up because I thought, <laughs> like, here's the problem. Like, I generally, here's what happened. My sister would, like, I have one sister. We would, we were, there was nobody, no other kids on my, on my block. So we had to play together. And usually playing together meant that I got to go sit in her room and press the button on the Barbie jacuzzi so that the bubbles would keep going. Mm -hmm. That was how I got to play. And so I thought, I thought, I've got a shortcut to this. And I filled it with seven up. Um, It did not come clean. And it 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 got very sticky and it ruined it. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? You can't really come in uh, in Granny's kitchen <laughs> like that. So I'm gonna step out, and maybe you should find some of like maybe my clothes. I guess that's all that's. Listen, in the when your grandma's name is Felatio, anybody can come in her kitchen. <laughs> oh my god! Mort looks down, very shocked um, that he's naked because he hasn't really had to deal with that for a long time, and then also very happy that. He is complete. He's like, um, so why, why don't you go ahead? I'm just gonna deal with something here. <laughs> <laughs> just rough one out real quick. It's been a long time. We... No, That's not. No, I, I was, that, was, that was a joke. I'm not gonna. There was nothing that you, like, <laughs> absolutely, I will get out of your hair. He's like, my hands, <laughs> the flesh of my hands is melting off. <laughs> and an apple pie suddenly appears in the bed. Oh, God. I'm gonna cut all that out.